in this episode, what I really want to do is make this distinction between inner and outer transformation and help you see that both are an important part of your professional journey. We're always just kind of reaching for this next outer transformation that we might not feel quote unquote ready for, which is totally normal. And along the way, we're creating the inner transformation that is designed to help us feel ready. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you're having a beautiful day and a beautiful week. I'm feeling very happy and excited to record today's episode. If you're new here and if you're just finding the show, hi, I'm Jess and I am a career coach for women and I am super passionate about helping women build confidence, connect with that belief that they have deep inside themselves, that they are unstoppable and capable of achieving anything they set their mind to so that they can ultimately build super powerful, satisfying, fulfilling careers. And on this show, I basically talk about and cover all of the different topics that contribute to creating that result, whether it's just deep diving into mindset and confidence, talking about communication skills and executive communication, talking about upward mobility. And today, actually, the reason that I wanted to record this episode is because I've been kind of planning out future podcast episodes and thinking about different things that I want to talk about and different topics that I want to cover on the show. And there's so much still. (laughs) I feel like I have an infinite like brain. Like I'll never run out of ideas. There's so much still that I want to cover. My mind is kind of like a clown car, you know, where like the clowns just keep coming out of the clown car and you're like, how do they all fit in there? That's how I feel about this podcast and my brain. So anyway, the reason that I'm sharing that is because I have a lot that I still want to talk about around the topic of promotions, upward mobility, advancing and becoming a leader, especially as someone who identifies as female in the corporate or nine to five or kind of traditional workspace. I feel so strongly about that topic. And I felt like when I was in my corporate career, I was really interested in leadership development and really wanted to develop those deeper parts of myself and strengthen myself inwardly so that I could be a super powerful, effective leader. And I just didn't find a lot of professional development slash leadership guidance out there that resonated with me that felt like it was kind of my vibe and how I like to learn and how I like to get inspired. And part of the reason that I started this show, there are many reasons, but one of the big reasons was I really felt like that was missing. And I feel like it's still missing. I think a lot of leadership development content for women is either just really dry and boring, no offense, 
dry and boring people. But like, I feel like this stuff can get so like, oh my God, this is supposed to be inspiring. And I like want to poke my eyeballs out because this is so boring. Like, how did this become so boring? So that's one issue that I ran into. And then the other was just, I feel like there's, there was a lot of stuff out there designed to help women like rise up and become leaders that just felt way too surface level and like way too artificial. And my thought process around that stuff was basically like, you don't understand my anxiety. (laughs) You don't understand my inner world and my brain and how scary it is in there. Like this is not speaking to me because this is radically oversimplifying things. And that's been huge for me on the podcast to really speak to you in a way that's not boring, that's actually inspirational, and also in a way that acknowledges the real struggles, especially the real internal struggles that you might be navigating and grappling with. All this is to say that I want to get even deeper into those topics, and I want to equip you even more to feel ready to rise up and advance professionally, even if you have doubts and hesitations. And what I realized as I was kind of mapping out future episode topics on like promotions and advancements and raises and moving up the ladder, what I realized is that there's a lot for me that's still unsaid around this topic of upward mobility and getting promotions and becoming a leader and becoming an executive as a female. And I wanted to use this episode to lay some groundwork to help put future episodes into context because I talk a lot on this show about getting a promotion, about moving upwards, about getting recognized. And what I realized is I always talk about it from the angle of what happens to you outwardly, right? Like you get recognized, you build this reputation, you get a promotion, you have expanded scope, you make more money, you rise up, you become an executive. Like I'm always talking about these really outwardly tangible things. And what I wanted to do in this episode is make a really important distinction between what I think about as the two layers of transformation and specifically between what I think about as the difference between inner transformation and outer transformation. So outer transformation is something that you frequently hear me talk about whenever I do episodes or content on promotions, right? I talk about how you make the promotion happen, and I'll be talking about it more in future episodes. Like, how do you make that promotion happen? How do you get the title? How do you get the thing that you want? That is the outer piece. Those are the tangible things outside of you that change and shift as you get into the role, right? So like what shifts? Your title shifts, the scope of your work shifts, your salary shifts. Those are really tangible things that we could point to and say those things changed, right? But what I realized is, is that I never made an explicit distinction on this show between those outer shifts and the inner shifts that are required for you to feel ready to step into those outer shifts. And I think it's because I almost take it for granted in a way, because as a coach, this is all I think about all the time. Not really, but close to that, right? Is like, how do we experience the inner transformation required to equip us to step into this new role, this outer transformation that may have previously felt too hard or too challenging or too scary? And so in this episode, what I really want to do is make this distinction between inner and outer transformation and help you see that both 
are an important part of your professional journey. And I think you get to decide for yourself which part is more important, which part has more meaning for you. But what I have found in my own life and what I find often with my clients and just what I found in terms of you know being the host of this show and being a coach for professional women who are super ambitious is that I think that when we say that we want outer transformation, like the tangible things like the title and the pay and the promotion and all those things, I think sometimes we think we want that and we say we want that. But what we're really craving at a much deeper level within us is inner transformation. And when I say inner transformation, what I mean is that internal ability to navigate difficult situations, to feel strong, to feel solid, to feel stable, to feel empowered, to feel in control, to feel bold, to feel effective, to feel impactful, to feel powerful. That's the inner transformation. It's how you feel inside and it's how deep and how sturdy your inner capabilities and capacities are. And I think that sometimes when we think in our heads, I want that big thing, I want that promotion, I want to move up, I think sometimes that's a cover for what we secretly want, which is the inner transformation, which is, to put it bluntly, is to feel like a genuine badass. And when I say genuine, I mean genuine. Not just like I'm pretending I feel badass because that feels good, but like I genuinely feel like you can throw at me whatever you need to throw at me and something really difficult and unpredictable can happen and I can step into something really big and overwhelming and scary and I know, I have a knowing internally that I will handle it. That is what I mean by inner transformation. Now, this is not to say that I don't think getting the title and the promotion and the salary is important. I think it's very important and I really want to help you with that. But I wanted to record this episode because as I talk more in the show about getting promoted and rising up and becoming a leader, I want you to know that there's parts to it, there's pieces to it, there's complexity to it. And it's not just about getting this end goal for the sake of getting this end goal, but it's about getting that end goal for the sake of becoming the version of you who can handle it, who can step into it, who can do it. And I don't want that to get lost in my content because I am so goal-oriented and I am so outcome-oriented. And when I'm creating this show and coaching, I'm very much like, okay, what do you want and how do we help you get it? And so in that determination and and in that kind of like laser-like, like animal-like focus that I sometimes have on the goal, I think sometimes the deeper experience and that inner transformation can get a little bit lost or not lost, but a little bit muted. And so I kind of wanted to unmute that part in this episode so that you know my thoughts on this topic and more importantly, so that you can figure out your thoughts on this topic. Okay, so what I want to do is just tell you how I think about inner and outer transformation and give you a little bit of an example to help you grasp it in a more mentally robust way. And then I kind of want to take all of that and make it very actionable for you today and help you take everything that I'm talking about and sharing about in this episode and help you use that to feel stronger, more focused, and more determined in some of the day-to-day obstacles that you might face in your job. Okay, so 
One really foundational thing that I want to lay out for you is that there, for me, are two parts to attaining any goal. And for the purposes of this episode, I'm going to say that the goal that you're attaining is getting promoted, let's say, into a position that feels like a significant up level from where you're at currently. So the two components are, one, actually attaining the thing that's the goal, and two, becoming who you become along the way, becoming a stronger version of you, a more resilient version of you, a more confident version of you. And to help you really grasp how I think about this, a question that comes up or a topic that comes up often in my one-on-one coaching when I'm supporting a client with either making an ask for a promotion or making an ask for like a big raise in salary or possibly making an ask for both at the same time, what often happens is we spend time working on the steps to that, getting the pieces in place, like getting them ready and prepared to undergo that process. And then what inevitably happens though is the emotions and the fears also are something that comes up in my work and something that we talk about together. And one of the most common fears and one of the most, you know, frequent things that comes up along that journey is this fear of like, what if I go through all this effort and I act so courageously and I put myself out there and I make this ask only to get told no and I, I'm basically at square one. Like I'm back at the starting line and that's going to feel so frustrating and disappointing. And for me, when I hear that, while I agree that of course it is frustrating and disappointing if someone says no to the thing that you desire, I don't agree that you are back at square one. And in fact, I think you have moved way beyond square one because through the process of taking the steps to ask for the promotion or the raise or the role or the thing that you want, you have become a different person. You have capabilities that you didn't have before. You've taken actions that you've never taken before. So actions that felt ambiguous and terrifying and scary and unknown. They no longer feel ambiguous and terrifying and scary and unknown because you've done them. So they no longer have all of that unknown around them because you've experienced them rather than just trying to imagine what it would be like to do those things. And most importantly, your emotional landscape is not the same as it was before because in taking all those steps to make that ask, you had to demonstrate courage, you had to work through difficult emotions, you had to resist the urge to like flee or just not do it or give up partway through because it feels too vulnerable and scary. And through you doing all those things, you have become stronger, more resilient, more effective in who you are. And when you go back, and make another ask in the future for a promotion or a raise or whatever, it's going to feel radically different than when you did it the first time. So while you didn't get the result that you wanted, and while I totally understand that that is a very disappointing experience, of course, you are definitely not the person that you were before all of that happened, before you got the no. And the reason why I give this example is because I think it's more obvious to see the contrast between the inner transformation and the outer transformation 
when the outer transformation doesn't end up happening. So in this situation that I walked you through, where you make the ask and then you get a no, you didn't get the outer transformation. You didn't get the tangible things that you wanted, but you did get the inner transformation. You became the person who asked for it. And so oftentimes when I'm talking about promotions and I'm talking about these really tangible results and these outer transformations, I am not always talking about the inner transformation, but that part is so important because that's the part that makes you ready to step into the outer transformation and it helps you get into that position and actually succeed and feel fulfilled and enjoy it rather than it feeling overwhelming. And so the process and the steps that you take on the way to get to the thing that you want are what gives you the emotional fortitude and the inner capacities to then be strong enough to have the thing you want and be in that position. And this should almost feel like a relief to you because if you're imagining in your head that moving up or like a significant um, promotion or advancement in your responsibilities or becoming a leader or becoming an executive, like if you're imagining that those things feel scary, that doesn't mean that you can't feel ready in the future for those things. It just means you're imagining an outer transformation where you haven't yet had the inner transformation to go along with it to help you feel ready and able to handle that. And there are probably things in your life and your career that used to feel scary to you that don't feel scary anymore. So those are things where at one point, just like this example I just gave, you anticipated an outer transformation, but you hadn't made the inner transformation to be the version of you who could step into it and do it really, really well. And now you've caught up to that version of you. And now you have become that version of you. And you have stepped in to that outer transformation. And you're able to show up for it and not feel paralyzed by it. And so we're always just kind of reaching for this next outer transformation that we might not feel, quote unquote, ready for, which is totally normal. And along the way, we're creating the inner transformation that is designed to help us feel ready when we get there. And the inner transformation is where all the juice is because people can strip you of the outer transformation. They can take away your title, not that they would, but they can fire you. Like people can take those outer things away from you, but they can't take the inner transformation away from you. And so it's like once you've become that person, once you've built that skill set, once you've built that confidence, You just go out and find another role, find a new outer transformation. Like those are a dime a dozen. It's the inner stuff that's harder, but also more long lasting, more robust and more resilient. So I'll give you like a brief little visual on this to help you understand how I think about this. And then I'm going to leave you with some thoughts on what this means for you today, like in your role right now. Like, what does this mean for you in the meeting that is on your calendar this afternoon or like whenever you're listening to this podcast, right? So here's the visual. I think about this a lot, actually, because I don't know if you watch like cooking reality TV, like Master Chef or Top Chef or, you know, shows like that. But I always have like a lot of thoughts around the episodes where they take all the contestants and like they put them in like a real kitchen of a real restaurant that's like owned by one of the judges on the show. And they all have to like cook under these high pressure circumstances. And there's like yelling happening in the kitchen or whatever. So 
Anyway, what I think about sometimes is like this idea of becoming a head chef, like becoming someone who can be the head chef in one of those kitchens that is very high volume, very high pressure, very high standard at probably a restaurant that, you know, does a lot of revenue and has a very successful kind of brand and is very popular. I think about the pressures of being a chef in a kitchen like that. And I want you to think about the difference between a chef who has no experience, but is like, let's say, given a week to like memorize all the recipes and like literally like learns every single recipe, but has never stepped foot in like a kitchen before versus a head chef who's been chefing in restaurant kitchens for years, right? They could have the same exact knowledge of how to prep the food, the same. Like they have the recipes, the person who is untrained, let's call that person, person A, Person A has memorized all of the steps, knows where all of the equipment is, like has been shown everything. They have all the information. They've been trained up the wazoo. And person B has obviously been trained, but like also they're not new to this. They've been head chefing for a while. And you kind of bring person A in to try being head chef in that restaurant and you watch what happens. And then maybe the next day you bring person B in, you bring in the experienced chef to head chef the restaurant and you watch what happens with person B. Now, because person A is not used to the pressures, right? And because they've never been in that emotional energy of being in that kitchen, it doesn't matter how much knowledge they have of the recipes. It doesn't matter how much they memorize where each pot and pan is and the process for making each dish. What's going to happen is once they get in that kitchen and things start going and people start cooking and chopping and the activity starts to fire up, they're going to feel lots of emotions. And because they haven't cultivated years and years in their career of feeling those emotions and knowing how to show up and be in that kitchen anyway, they're much more likely to crumble under the pressure, even though they have the same exact culinary knowledge as the experienced chef. Whereas the experienced chef comes into the kitchen, everything starts firing up, that experience is probably not going to feel as new and unfamiliar and stressful, and that chef is going to have a much better command over their emotional landscape as they're navigating being head chef in this kitchen because they've been to this rodeo before. And again, there's no difference in terms of their knowledge of like the food and the logistics of the kitchen. But I want you to think for a minute, let's say everyone's cooking and then a customer in the restaurant sends back a dish Chef A might freak out and be like, oh my God, they sent back a dish. They might get totally overwhelmed. They might need to take a break. They might need to leave. They might start spiraling and questioning themselves. Whereas Chef B, who's been chefing for years, is like, this happens every night. (laughs) Every night a customer sends back a dish no problem. Like, yes, I feel a little bit of a bad feeling when this happens, but I pick myself back up and I just keep directing this kitchen. And so Chef B has experienced like years of inner transformation. And so Chef B brings a bigger capacity and a bigger skill set to the table, not because of their knowledge of the food and the recipes. Yes, that's part of it. But 
Chef A had that too. Chef A learned about all the food and they were just as good at preparing the food. But Chef B has had more of an inner transformation. And so Chef B can handle more, hold more, sustain more without giving up or becoming overwhelmed or crumbling. And this is really how I want you to think about your path to promotion, to expansion, to greater leadership. It is not just about memorizing the recipes and memorizing the layout of the kitchen. It is about becoming the chef who has been in the kitchen and can adapt to that feeling, right? And can really rise to the occasion and show up when things get a little harder, things get a little high pressure, things start moving, things get challenging. You have the capacity to show up for that situation. And that gets built, ironically, through showing up over and over to hard situations and learning how to navigate those and teaching yourself that you can navigate those. And this is so important because I think what happens a lot of the time is you get into a meeting and you feel small and you're questioning yourself and you have tons of self-doubt and you're like, oh my God, I don't sound smart. And you're not showing up as powerfully as you could in the meeting. And you think, oh crap, like, oh shit, like this is a problem. Like how will I ever get that promotion that I want to get if I can't even show up confidently in this meeting, right? But what you're missing in that experience is that in order for you to step into that promotion and feel stable, you have to have this experience in this meeting of feeling like crap and learning how to show up anyway and walk yourself through that experience anyway. Because when you get into the higher position, you're not going to magically never feel bad or never have any obstacles or frictions. In fact, you're going to have more And the only way that you're going to get better at navigating them and the only way that you're going to have that inner transformation is if you show up as the person that you want to be when you encounter the obstacles that are right in front of you today. And it is so important that you don't make these obstacles mean some big, huge story about you, right? Everyone faces obstacles in their career everyone. And I think people make up this story in their minds where they're like, oh, well, the people that are like really successful in my company and whatever, like they don't get stressed. They don't question themselves. They don't self-criticize. Like they're not hard on themselves. They never feel crappy in meetings. Like I'm different than they are. And while it's true that we're all different, what I can tell you for sure is that in order to be on an accelerated path in your career and to be able to sustain it, and this is true for everyone, You have to learn how to navigate difficult situations and difficult feelings, and you have to learn to let go of the doubt and the self-criticism. This is an ability that you just must cultivate. Like There is no way around that because you can't get into that bigger kitchen without being able to handle the pressures of the bigger kitchen. And the bigger kitchen is not going to feel less pressurized than the smaller kitchen. It's going to feel more like more of that. So when you encounter a difficult situation, yes, it sucks. Yes, it's hard. But don't trick yourself into thinking that successful people never encounter hard things. And so if you're stuck and you're encountering a hard thing, it means you're not destined for success. That is 
just like literally untrue. It's just that with a lot of the successful people that are around you, you're just not seeing their struggle. Like you're seeing them from the outside. You're seeing a very specific angle of them. Like you are not seeing what is in their brain and what is happening behind the scenes. There's so much that you're not seeing, but you're forming an understanding of who they are based on the limited little window that you are seeing of them. And then you're using that window to make an assumption and an interpretation about yourself that you're not good enough and that you're not destined for growth and leadership because you're struggling and you don't see them struggling. And so you have to be really, really careful to catch your brain doing that. And more importantly, you have to be really careful to decide how you want to think about struggle. And my suggestion is that you don't think about it as a sign that something has gone wrong or a sign that you are not destined for the leadership path that you desire. Instead, I suggest you think about it as the most valuable damn practice that you will encounter in your entire career. And when you think about it that way, you will feel so differently about showing up for it because you will have much greater motivation to actually rise to the occasion and show up as the strongest, most badass, most powerful version of you. And it is through doing that over and over and over that you begin to catalyze your own inner transformation. Don't trick yourself into thinking that inner transformation comes from things being easy and comes from you having successes when things are easy. Inner transformation comes from the process of intentionally navigating things that are hard. (laughs) And now listen, that doesn't mean that the things that are hard are fun and enjoyable and pleasant. That chef who's able to be really solid and strong running that really intense, challenging kitchen probably had a lot of crappy moments in their career, right? A lot of low moments to get to the point where they can show up in that kitchen and just be so in command of it. And so I'm not saying that it's always going to feel good, but what I am saying is just because something doesn't feel good doesn't mean that it's not good for you, for your growth, and for your career. And in fact, there's a really good chance that it is incredibly good for your career because it is facilitating that inner transformation, which is what is going to enable you to step into the outer transformation and actually sustain it. So what I want you to take away from this episode is that obstacles and challenges and things being difficult and going wrong and you struggling is not a sign of your own limitation. It is a calling for you to choose, if you so desire, to step into the next stepping stone along the journey of your inner transformation. That brings this episode to an end. I hope that this helped you see that whatever you want even if it feels hard and high pressure and scary, it's absolutely available to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is such a joy to have you listening. I can't believe that like this podcast has been going for almost four years and I just feel so lucky to get to share this with you and to get to offer you a message that I know that I was really looking for when I was in my corporate career. 
If you want to go deeper into my work and if you want more, I mean, there's lots of episodes to enjoy in the podcast. So definitely like dig into the archives. There is so much good stuff. But if you want more even beyond the podcast, then I suggest checking out my website. It is justguzzitcoaching.com. And I have a page on there called free resources where I have a free video course on executive communication. And I also have a free ebook on assertiveness. And I'm thinking I'm not quite there yet, but I'm actually thinking of making another free video course. So we'll see what happens with that. I don't want to promise too soon because sometimes my creative energy can be really unpredictable, but I'm hoping to bring even more free resources to this community. And if you want one-on-one guidance with me, if you want to enter into a partnership together where I help you rise into this stronger, more badass version of you and get the promotions and wins and all the things that go with that along the way. Um, That is what my one-on-one coaching is for. And you can learn more about that by heading over to justguzzitcoaching.com slash coaching. I will say that right now, probably as of this episode airing, I may not be taking on new clients, but if you add yourself to the waitlist for one-on-one, you will be in the queue for when a private one-on-one spot opens up and I'll reach out to you and we'll get going on next steps together. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful, magical day. I hope that you are feeling inspired and on a path to powerful inner and outer transformation. And I will catch you in next week's episode. Bye.